Okay, let's go live. Let's go live. Let's go live. Let me know when we're live. This meeting is being live streamed. We're live? Jake, are we live? We are live. Hello, you guys. Welcome to the first ever episode of the industry. Hello, hello, everyone tuning in on Facebook. If you guys are here with me live, please say hello in the comments. Let me know where you are tuning in from in the comments. You guys, this is so crazy right now. We're, I'm like having a moment. We're sitting in my office. I'm sitting with Jake on the team and we've got like next level <laughs> cameras and recordings and all the things for this live stream happening. So I'm like looking at a bunch of screens right now and it, it feels so good and so exciting. So. If you guys are here live with me tuning on in the Facebook live stream, please comment um, where you guys are tuning in from. Where are you in the world right now? Please tell me where you are from. Please tell me if you are brand new in this community or you've been here in the online space with me for a couple years. I'm very excited to be bringing you guys the industry. So I wanna get you guys um, pumped up in the comments. If you're here, interact. I'm gonna take a few minutes to introduce to you what this industry series is. And then already today, it is gonna be jam-packed with value because we have, we're gonna be bringing up some people and we're gonna be doing live Q&A session and it's gonna be so insanely valuable for you guys. Ah, hi, Erin. Hi, Michaela, Las Vegas, DC. You're brand new and uh, already obsessed. I'm so excited, I'm so excited. So. You guys, I'm gonna share a little bit about who I am and what we're doing with this industry series, and then we're gonna jump right into Q&A and value, okay? So if you don't know who I am, I am Stephanie Ann Hewson, otherwise known as ExoGingy, hence the industry with ExoGingy. I am an online coach and mentor, and I help coaches build multi-six and multi seven-figure online coaching businesses. I have built my own coaching business to 12.5 million since 2018, and actually 10 million of that has happened over the last two years. So I have a lot of experience, not only coaching my clients, building their own coaching businesses, but I also have years of experience building my coaching business to where I have built it today. And so my intention with this industry series is this is going to be a live weekly series and my, my heart is pounding right now, you guys, because my vision for this series is I want this series to go on for as long as Jake and I are alive. You good, Jake? Years. years. Like this is day one of something I envision happening for years and years and years beyond. And we want to have a live series where we're just, you know, every week giving loads of value for you guys. Like I, I want this to be the show, the live show that you are so fucking excited to tune into every Friday, Friday morning. I want you to have an opportunity to come on and be a guest on this show and have some time to talk with me and, and have Q and a, like I really know that this is going to turn into something really, really big. And my intention and, and the team's intention is to give you guys non-stop value to have some really incredible conversations around topics that I think really need to be had in the online coaching space. And I want to have 
a lot of fun with you guys. I want to have so much fun. So let's make this interactive. Please, you know, share in the comments, you know, when I'm talking, when I'm doing Q&A with people, what's coming up. Um, make this make this part of your week, make this part of your day. And with that being said, in the future, I really think, side note to the team, there will maybe be a day where you can call in when we're live and 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 or you can call in and you're the one that, that we bring on. But right now for the next couple of weeks, we are scheduling people to come on. So today we have some people coming on, but I want to give you an opportunity to be the guest on the next show next week or the week after. So we are doing a giveaway for this first episode. So the, the way to enter the giveaway to be live on with me and get Q&A with me is to do a screenshot or a picture or a boomerang and post on your Instagram story. And you can tag me, it's exogingy, and at team exogingy. Team, maybe we can put the team's Instagram in the comments. And then um, between now and let's say Sunday, we will uh, choose a random winner from the tag and then you will get to be a guest in the next couple weeks on here live with me. So let me know if that feels... It's <laughs> just one of our cameras just fell, but we are fine. Maybe want to restart that. <laughs> so the other thing that I want to say to you guys is not only is this going to be nonstop value every week for you guys, but we're doing this raw. We're doing this raw. It's off the cuff. This is not this is not like a master class where I'm coming on and I'm, I've got in my mind like what I want to teach you. I'm bringing real coaches on every week and I'm giving real time coaching and feedback, not only for the guests that we're bringing on, but you guys listening like it, it's just going to be next level. So it's this this fun balance of real raw in the moment and nonstop value. So that being said, team, are we ready to bring on the first person? Sure. Let's do alphabetical order. Who's coming on? We ready? We've got Adele ready. Adele, come on up. Do I see Adele? Am I going to be able to hear her? Yes! Hello! Adele, please introduce yourself to, to everyone. Like, quick little intro. Where are you from? Who are you? What do you do? And then um, let me know your question. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Adele Hadanat. I'm the Conscious Mindset Coach. I'm originally from the East Coast of US, but I live in Mama Bali now and I travel the world. I'm a private mentor to six and seven figure CEOs, elevating their mindset and energetics to then apply the next level of strategy. And I'm also a coach to scaling five and six figure coaches to create massive growth and abundance through aligned strategy, mindset, and energetics. And so my question for you is, one of the things that really inspires me about you is how much you elevate and how you always have the energy, so it seems to us. So for all of us out there, we have our lives, we are going through stuff while we're showing up for other people. What is your advice for us in the industry to raise our energetics and what is your mindset to keep going and keep elevating? I love it. I love it, Adele. Awesome. So uh, for me, the first thing that comes to my mind is like when someone asks me, how do you have the energy to like, like you said, keep elevating, keep doing all the things, like just have this energy. 
the number one thing that comes to me and is for me personally is I love the process. I love it. I love it. I, I wake up every day and I'm like, let's fucking go. Let's do it. Let's go. Like, and so yes, it is my natural tendency and, and DNA and genetics and design. I'm a generator. I move. I like the speed, but I really genuinely love the process of building a coaching business of, 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 of all of it. And so it's like, for me, it always comes back to when we genuinely love something, the energy is there because it doesn't feel heavy. Like I, I, so I always like, and, and we get so caught up, right? We get so caught up with like trying to find the end result or doing things to make money or doing things or like, Oh, it's not working. Like so many coaches and I'm not, not saying that you necessarily do that, but this is like a theme. So I'm so glad that you asked this is like, we forget that, that the reason we started this is because of what we love to do, right? And so it's like connected back to loving the game, loving what you do, loving being a coach, all of these things. To me, that's where the energy comes. So when I, when I see people say, like say that they feel burnt out or they feel exhausted, nine times out of 10, it's, it's a physical feeling, but it's happening mentally because we're not doing it the way that we love, right? So it's like, when, you know, this is why I'm so strong on self-awareness, right? So people might look at me and say, whoa, Steph has all this energy, but the way I'm building my business is in alignment with my energy. So I can feel like I'm go, 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 right? So self-awareness of like, what is your way? What, what is the way that makes you feel like you're flying and floating and, and right where it feels light and you're so in the zone and everyone's way is perfect and everyone's way is different. And so I, I, something that I'm really cautious about is, you know, saying like, like what I just said here is like, don't compare someone else's way to thinking like, I don't have energy like Steph or I don't have energy like Adele, right? But like, it's okay. It's like that, just that self-awareness piece. So that's what, what keeps me going. And then I will also say that, you know, there's this energy of like, like we're entrepreneurs, like we want more. And it's that fine line of staying on our edge of expansion. And there's a fine line of staying there, but not going overboard of like chasing success. So I'm, I, I have, I have this thought in my mind regularly of like, Steph, stay on the edge. Don't go overboard. Cause so the moment we go overboard, we're like, I'm not happy unless I'm achieving more or I'm not happy. Right. And so, but I think we're born to be the people on the edge and that, that keeps us activated. And like, I keep thinking, how can I create more? How can I innovate? What's the next move instead of, and, and some people might naturally be there, but some people maybe are afraid to go there because you're like, well, what if I fail or, or whatever? So that's, that's my answer based off of that. What's coming up for you. Oh, I really think it makes it, it really makes so much sense. And this is what I learned from you inside the collective. This is exactly why I committed to forever with you without even having a conversation is because you hold this energy, but also you teach us in a way inside the collective and all the different um, groups that you hold is, to really do things at your own pace, but to always come back to what is working best for you. And that's been a real big game changer. Even writing my copy recently after watching Hot Audience, it's just, it ignites me rather than it kind of brings me down the way that it did before. So I wanna say this, I wanna say this to you and, and everyone as well is something that I, I 
I've learned through experience is we have to find this balance of stay in own lane, stay in my, stay in my own lane, stay in my own lane. Because when we're focused on like, how are they building a business? How are they talking about it? What are they saying? How are they selling it? We, it waters down our own message. So I find this interesting though, because it's like, we have to figure out how to stay in our own lane, but also we're in the coaching industry where we're meant to be surrounded by other people because we're meant to share each other's codes and teachings. So again, it's like a fine line of like, for example, you are in my world, you're in the collective, but how can you be in the collective and observe, absorb my teachings, but still be in your lane? That that's the piece is like to master that of like, you're focused on you. You've got your way, your message, your everything, but you still are learning from me or whoever, there's a fine line of like, don't, don't lose your message because of what I'm suggesting, right? Like this is where I think it's a big conversation in the coaching industry, right? Of like, how can we participate in coaching and, and listen to other people's feedback and teaching without that taking away? Like it's discernment, right? It's like, you know yourself, you know your truth, but then it's like to take the feedback, the coaching, other people's stuff and with a grain of salt, how can I apply this, but not take away from who you are? Like there's, there's magic. And I think that we don't know how to navigate that until we're in it, right? We don't know what that feels like until we're in it. We don't know what it feels like to lose it until we lose it and then to get it back. So I think it's just like, to me, what a beautiful journey. If, 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 because this things like this, and this is where I'm so excited about this whole series is because these such good questions get me on a tangent, good tangents is like, we, it, it feels like hyperspeed personal development and we're not prepared for it until we're in it because it's like, we don't know what it's like to navigate how to be in your own lane, but also absorb what someone else, like what someone else is teaching at the same time until we're in it. But, but just doing that skyrockets your self-awareness, skyrockets your discernment, skyrockets your emotional intelligence, and, and that's the piece. It's like so many coaches, it, we see this all the time, and in the comments, let me know if this resonates, you guys, is like, um, we run, right? As soon as we're like, oh my God, I was taking on someone else's ideas, like I'm, I'm not listening to anyone. Right. Versus, or it's like people, the opposite end of the spectrum is like copying, but we have to, the, the powers in the middle of, and this is like, I'm in my lane and I can hear and, and take feedback and mentoring and coaching and teaching from people who have knowledge, experience, etc. And I think that's the magical piece. One of the things that's absolutely perfect. I've been through that before. I've been coached by other mentors before and, and I, I didn't copy them, but for me, I was using their voice and I succeeded. But once I started to play around and have some more introspection, one of the things that I really noticed was that my energy levels, it was almost kind of like I was swimming upstream because I was pretending to be someone that I wasn't and I was losing my authenticity. So every single day I was showing up as someone else and my energy drained. And that's when I completely stopped and then wow. found my own voice. And that made it so much easier for me to continuously show up day after day. It's, it's just like a whole different ball game. And the way that I look at looking at other coaches in the industry and what they're doing is just cheering them on. Yes. I love watching other women, especially in this industry, start here. And then a couple months later, they're going boom, 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 boom. 
So I'm not looking at them as inspiration. I'm looking at them as I, they're showing me that it can be done. So on those days where I am having trouble getting out of bed because I'm a human being, I look at the other women in this industry saying she did it. I know that that's on the other side. I know I, I don't necessarily need to get up for myself, but I'm doing my audience a disservice by not showing up and doing what I'm came here to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm, obs- I'm, I need to do that. I'm, I'm, that's incredible because how exhausting is it? We've all, we've all tried to be someone else or do it in a, in a, in a way that's not us. And it's so heavy and it's so exhausting. And like you said, it works, it works until it becomes too exhausting and it's not sustainable. So I'm, I'm so glad that, that you shared that because the way to sustain energy and to, to build a sustainable business is back to the self-awareness is what, what way works for me? What is my way? Because it, it's exhausting to wake up every day and then you literally have to put on a personality. You have to put on some other kind of energy. You have to put on a facade and it's not you and it might work for a season, a month, six months, a year. And then all of a sudden it's like, I can't, we crash and burn. So this is such a, a, a beautiful conversation. It's so important because it's like the businesses that are going to last the way that we're building personal businesses, personal businesses are the ones where it's like, it's based off of our own energy. And, and you know, when I say things like with brand too, I'm like, when we build a personal brand, it lasts forever, but the personal brand needs to be built off of like, what is true to me? What's true? What feels good for my energy? What is the way? How do I like to deliver content? Like your way is going to be the way that is sustainable because it feels light and, and not heavy. So I love that. Did you have, did you have another question or anything else that you wanted to ask? We have, we have time for another question. If you have something else. Uh, I don't have another okay. question at this time. You really cleared it up. That was Yay. Really my great question to you. And you're amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're amazing. I'll talk to you soon. You're amazing. Yeah. I, I'm just going to riff for a second before we bring on Tinley. Um, I'm going to go through some of the comments, you guys, in the chat. Um, Sylvie says, love the Timmy's coffee. I love it. Emily is here. Generator vibes. Mary, the edge of intention and surrender. Always coming back to unique wisdom and gifts. This is gold. Looking to successful people is natural, but I've caught myself in copying them and it doesn't work. This this is the thing. And I love I love it, like that Adele brought this up, you guys, is... It's this fine line of we're surrounded by incredible people in the coaching space. Like we can learn from each other. Like this is the point of, of being a coach, right? It, it, to, to collaborate in, in this way, but we lose it. So many people lose it because it, it's like shiny object syndrome. Oh, it's working for them that way. Oh, they're doing it this way. And then we try things on, but it's not sustainable. So it's like for all of you guys listening right now, the most sustainable thing you can do for your coaching business is ask yourself, how do I want to build it? What is my way showing up? How do I want to, what kind of offers do I want? How do I talk? What do I want to do? Not what Steph is doing, not what Adele is doing, not what whoever. It's like, we've got to stay in our own lanes, but like Adele was saying, like, how can we look at each other and be inspired? Like, oh, I see someone doing that and I'm not going to copy what they're doing, but I'm going to be, I'm going to look for, I'm going to look at that person's work ethic, that person's, um, 
that person's consistency that like it's like take the qualities of the person doing the thing don't just try and copy the thing that they're doing and i think when we have that mindset it, it's just going to be so huge for the collective so obsessed chantal's comment here what what is being an uh, being an entrepreneur yeah being an entrepreneur is also um a way to oneself to get to know myself better yes yes like I, <laughs> I laugh but like we all know this is true of like the last couple years of my life has not just been building a business it has been figuring out who is stephanie what do i like what do i don't what do, what do i not like what am i good at what am i not good at um where have we this has been a huge theme in some of my containers lately like where am i putting external validation on my worthiness like what where where has been my attachment with you know like money social media status all these things so it's like this is why it's so hard is because we are building businesses but but what happens is then at hyperspeed we have to face all this shit like humility embarrassment um failure and then at the same time we're doing it in front of audiences and and at the same time we're like we're navigating clients and trying to build a business at the same time and do all this stuff and it's like a lot and it it, it is a lot but that's how we're able to basically quantum leap emotional intelligence because we are just throwing ourselves into navigating all these things and i think if we can stay the course and get through the times that it feels like this is fucking hard you become incredible like i talk a lot about like a way to become a really incredible mentor is be a really incredible client you know put yourself out there like through all of these experiences so who obsessed obsessed with this conversation okay we're going to bring up tinley we're ready we're ready hello hello i'm so excited that you are here all right, Tinley, do you want to share with everyone who you are, where you're from, what you do, and then your question? Absolutely. So first of all, I'm so digging the top. Thank <laughs> Just you. Out there. Second <laughs> of all, um, so hi, my name is Tinley. I am from Irvine, California, and I am an online business manager helping ambitious six, seven figure business owners just ditch the daily grind and step further into that visionary CEO role um, by taking over all their operations and marketing backend. And my question for you is, so you've built this incredible product suite that kind of stands behind your, your coaching offers, and it really just embodies everything that you are. And I would love to hear what your, your thought, your mindset process was when you transitioned from starting off with the lower level, like, you start off really small with like just the one-on-one coaching in like all of these on-person calls to now having this, this mastermind doing mainly the Voxer, having this entire product suite. And I would love to hear how you kind of, how you kept shifting your mindset through each stage from that point to having this huge product suite and everything. Yeah. So it's actually interesting. I, st I didn't start my coaching business doing one-to-one -one offers. I actually started my coaching business with group, with group offers. So a lot of people are taught the model of like do one-to-one -one at the beginning. I didn't know what I was doing. So I was just like, I'm going to do groups I'm gonna, at, at the very beginning. Um, and so the, the way that I have been able to build my product suite to where it is today is I always focus on one offer at a time. What is the next piece of the puzzle that I wanna teach people and take people through? And I always think about what is gonna be the most efficient way for me 
and for my business and for my clients for me to teach this. So for some people, for example, for some people right now, if you don't have the numbers and the audience to do a group program and it's not worth it for you to do a group program because your audience just isn't there yet, then maybe you're going to do one-to-one or a smaller group or, you know, intensives or a mastermind. You know what I mean? So it's like, we have to kind of figure out this balance of where are we at in our business, our, our audience to do the most efficient offers to, to where we are at. So, um, over time, like I started with group and then groups grew. That's why right now, like most people in my world are in groups in the collective. And then what happened is naturally through my business growth and my confidence as a human and as a mentor, more people wanted to be in my closer space in a mastermind, in Voxer, in one-on-one and stuff like that. So for me, it's been like, I built a lot of my confidence through groups, through teaching in groups, through experience teaching in groups. And then I built the, through that, the confidence of being a mentor to hold these higher level spaces in masterminds and private coaching. What do you have right now? And are you looking to kind of transition your business model a little bit? Yeah, exactly. I've been hoping to continue, which is why I was in um, the content playground is like to work on building this community and be able to have a loyal following so that I can eventually build out a product suite because I know in order to scale up for me personally, I want to be able to deeply serve people one-on-one as an online business manager, but I also desire to support a larger number of people with other products. So I'm trying to make that transition and seeing how I can shift that mindset and the thought belief, like that this is possible that I can shift over in that direction and keep scaling from there. Yeah. The way that I see it with offers is like a lot of the time we just have to go, we have to go like decide what your offer is and how, like how, how you want to hold it. Is it group? Is it one-on-one? Like, what does it look like? And when we can get behind the container, it always works. It always comes from our energy. So for example, like I wasn't taught the one-to-one model because at the beginning I just saw groups are going to be most efficient for me and for the client. So then with that energy, I created incredible group containers that were still transformational for my clients. And it, and it worked for me in terms of business like the business model. You know what I mean? So it's like when we've got, we get, we get to have it all. Like it gets to be a win for the client, the group, the one-on-one, whatever kind of container. And it gets to be a win for you. Like what is the most efficient way for you to deliver and, and take people through your process for you feels good for you as a person. It's good for your business. And, and it's a win for, um, your clients. And the thing is, is I, I truly believe all of this is it's not just a business model thing. It's a, it's, based off of our energy. So some people don't do well in groups, like teaching groups. Some people don't like a mastermind. Some people hate one-on-one. There's no right or wrong. It's self-awareness is like as the, the, the facilitator, how, how are you best able to deliver the information that will always be the best for your clients, whether it's group or one-to-one, because we're setting ourselves up for success because we know where we shine. So for example, this is why I do so many group containers because I thrive like this on a video talk, like, you know, send a message to a lot of people, but then I also thrive in the, the mastermind setting, but it's a different frequency. I'm not teaching over there. I'm mentoring. It's more of conversation. So it's really just like self-awareness of knowing where we thrive to deliver the coaching and each container gets to look different. And that's what I love about this is having a variety of different offers is because I get to feel like I'm in one mode 
in a group container, I'm in another mode in a mastermind, and then I'm in another mode in one-on-one. -on -one. And so we get to play in different energies on a day-to-day -day basis. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And that just now like really hit home for me because I find that when I'm doing my like my OBM services, like I'm very much in one frequency, but I'm feeling a pull to be in a, like to share and to teach more because obviously in as doing the services, like I'm not as much teaching as I am helping to manage and execute, but now I'm really desiring to share the knowledge that I have and put that out there. And I just wasn't sure at like, oh, how to switch the frequency or is that okay? Like, but it, it does all align with my business model and who I am in the direction I want to go. So that really you can teach, you can teach, you can do like a master class where you teach something like, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know OBM stuff, but like you could teach a master class that's like something about organization. You can teach, you can teach that concept, but the work you do with your clients, you're going to be, it's, it's different. Right. So you, so it's like, I would look at what are the concepts that are themes that, that you are, that you've mastered and that so many people in your world are looking to master and you can teach those, whether it's in master classes, group programs or whatever, but then you get to do like the deeper work, the actual practical work with your, with your higher level clients. And then, then it doesn't feel like you're burning out because you can only take on so many of those clients, but you can teach a hundred people in a class. Oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. And I love that too, because I do want to like deeply serve them. There's so many people I want to help like outside of that. And so I, oh my gosh, love that so much. Thank you so, so much. Do you have that. another question or anything else while you're here? If you want to ask? Yeah, actually mine was not too dissimilar to what you talked about with Adele. Cause it was more just like, how do you keep holding the faith, the vision in the long term when, you know, over the course of like maybe three to six months, you don't see as much of like a turnover as you would like, but I know that connects a bit to what, um, to what you're talking but, about. But, but, but I, I love when people ask me these questions, cause I always get a different answer. Like in my mind, there's a different way for me to say this. So this is what I will say is loving the process. But what does that actually mean is gratitude for now. Like it's all, it's like, we're always, we're always asking ourselves, how do I hold the energy to get the thing I want in the future, but we're taking away from now. So to me, it always comes back to like, gratitude for now, being happy now, loving the process now. But like what if, if, if your business, if you, if your business was not going to change and you like, would you, would you actually be okay if it stayed the same now? If I asked myself this, I'd be like, fuck yes, this is amazing. Like even like four years ago, I'd be like, this is amazing. I'm living my life. Like, so we have to like genuinely love where we are now and have massive gratitude. And then still, we're always going to be seeing more and more results. But I feel like we just need to get rid of this thought that's always in our mind of like, I am waiting until we're conditioned to always think like the next thing, the next thing. And, and I know that sometimes it can be a fine line because we're always working towards something else. Like, duh, that's the point of all of this. But I really think that like, the more that we can be present now, not only are we going to get better at like, we're going to refine what we currently have, but also we're going to be happier, you know? So it's like, I think it's this like fine line of like, we're going to always be working towards something new, but can we just focus on today? If we focus on today and we don't think about three months from now, three months from now is going to come and you're going to be happy three months from now because you're present. And, and you're grateful. So I, it always, it needs to come back to the moment We're we're so focused on tomorrow, next month, next year, where it's like, but it's happening now. 
like your life right now is really good. Your business right now is really good. Everything beyond this is extra. When we can really feel that, the game changes. I love that so much. And I love that reminder too. And that was something that hit home for me yesterday when you had said like, I am so in, be so in love with your life that you can't help but document and sell. You know, that was like, wow, such a game changer right there. And it's, that really does, it feels good to remind yourself, like, of course we have big goals and big dreams and we want to get to, you know, wherever yeah. that next step is, but we also are so in love with where we are right now. And to look back even at how far we've come a day, a week, a month beforehand, because we we're always so focused on looking forward that we forget how far we've come. And so it's such a nice reminder that we can be in love with where we are right now and still want like all of that stuff in the future. You're amazing. You're amazing, Tinley. I'm so happy that you, that you've, you've won like all the giveaways in my world in the last little bit. <laughs> so excited. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for being part of the community. Thank you for asking these questions. So valuable for everyone. I appreciate you. Thank you yeah. so much. And, and you guys, I just want to say like based off of Tinley's question and Adele, and, and I know I'm sure the chat is blowing up if there's anything that, that the team wants to read, but like, Here's the thing is like, I, I get it, you guys. Like, it's like I, where I am today, and I'm dead serious when, when I say this, and I've said this before, I'm like, I barely scratched the surface. Like, I still feel like I'm day one. Like, I, we're just starting. Like, and, and so it's like, I get it. I get it that it's like, we all see so much more. You guys see me and think, oh, I've got to get there. But I'm, I'm here and I think, well, oh my God, I'm not even close. So I get it. There's always going to be another evolution. We're always going to be building. We're always going to be doing more. But it's like, for me, the moment I start to bypass um, the the present day, I'm 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 not happy anymore. So I have I have so much self awareness. The moment that I feel don't the moment that I feel unhappy or scattered or stressed or whatever, I bring myself back and I'm like, oh, because I'm not being present in the now. So we can be present in the now and be working towards the next thing, and that's. That's the game changer. Okay. Adele, come on up. <laughs> Quickly going off what Tinley said, uh, this was something that I want to echo. Um, really being in love with your life gives you the energy to continue to persevere. And I was telling you guys in the class last night that I was not in love with my life. So I booked one-way tickets and flew to three different countries around the world. And my business blew up. I called in a 15K cash month because of that. So it's really being in love with your life and stuff. I see that you're so in love with your life. And I know that we're in the now right now. But I have a question. Okay, what is what is your future look like? What do you have in store? What do you want the future of your business to look like? Because I know you're in this forever. But what are your next plans? I'm really curious. Well, I it's so funny that you asked this because th this the day one of this series is the future. When I said to, when I opened up and I said, this is going to be something that lasts years. And I'm like, Jake, how long are we doing this until we die? Like this, this is going to be the evolution. And so the, the, to you guys, this looks like, oh, Steph is just doing a live stream, but, but, but this isn't, this is, this is, and I wasn't going to go here, but you ask like, this is going to build the brand in a way, in a complete different direction that I, that I had never imagined. So the future for my coaching business and my brand looks like more stuff like this, more community, more scale, more bringing people on, more live free Q and A, like more stuff like this. So 
I've built the coaching business, the coaching business, the, the offers, the containers, we're gonna keep refining all the things, but there's just a little bit more room now to broaden out the brand and really just start to have conversations like this and to share it with more people. I'm seeing a scale, a scale. So for context, and this is value for everyone um, listening, is build your coaching business to a place where financially you're beyond solid, right? It's our coaching businesses are number one, the businesses we wanna have the foundation, we're making good money, whatever. Then there's gonna come an evolution for you where you have the time, space, energy, and resources to, if you want to, broaden out, whatever that looks like. And so you guys are witnessing a season where I'm like, okay, I think we're good. So let's just try one more thing. And it's so crazy. I get so heated right now and it's so funny when we end this, I'm gonna be like, I'm so tired because it takes a lot of energy, but I love it, is it, it, the amount of work, Jake and I were just talking before we went live, to do this and it's just a live stream, it is a lot of work. Like, it, and, and what we plan to do with, with just one live, it's a lot of work. So I didn't have to wait until now to do stuff like this, but also I did because I, I wanted to make sure all of my time and energy and resources were building the actual business. And now that's good. It, it's more than good Then it's like, let's see how we can start with one thing and committing to a weekly show. And there's like five cameras and a bunch of stuff and like, oh, but what are we doing? Like, it's a lot, but I mean, it's gonna be worth it. So I, I but bring it back to what I said to you guys is like, I had conversations with myself literally this morning. Steph, stop stressing about this. Be present. It is not about anything other than Adele and Tinley. Literally this morning. If I if I if I caught myself stressing about is this going to work? Are people going to like it? What if we fuck up the things? What if it doesn't record? I I'm just like, no, it's not about this. It is, but it's not. It's about Adele and Tinley. That's so I bring it back to now. I bring it back to today and build at the same time. So Exo Gingy reality TV show. So this is also where I feel like I've been seeing more and more people say that lately. And I'm like, oh God, is that, how is that going to happen? So that's the vibe. Thank you for asking. Awesome. You're so welcome. I'm so excited to see what you do next. This yeah. is amazing. Thank you so much for having us on. You're so welcome. Is there anything coming up in the chat that we want to address? Uh, just some said, um, Holy shit, this conversation just made me realize I'd be much better doing one-to-one. -one. My energy is aligned there. A lot of people are resonating with that. It's so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, this, I'll, I'll, I'll bounce off of that for a second, too, is we have to, and, and we don't know sometimes until, like, until we experience it. So it takes a different kind of energy to be on a live stream coaching, you know, or teaching a hundred people versus you being on a phone with one other person. It takes a different energy to be in a Voxer mastermind than in a one-to-one -one master, uh, one-to-one -one conversation. It takes a different energy for me to do a free thing versus a paid thing. And everyone's energy is different. So self-awareness of like, it might be so draining to some of you to do one-to-one. -one. So maybe you're not meant to do one-to-one. -one. Maybe you thrive in group. So, so, but again, we don't know until we experience. So I've had obviously years of experience doing group programs, masterclasses, one-to-one, -one, masterminds, and I'm like, oh, where is my energy best? Okay, maybe do more there, right? So this is such a self-awareness game, and this is why we can't look at other people's business models and just think like, oh, that way works because it's based off of people's energy. So you can you can have a thriving business that's 
one all one to one and a mastermind and maybe not group because you don't like group and and it doesn't work for your energy or your teaching style so it's just kind of navigating that but again we don't know until we're in the arena doing it and I mean a whole other conversation but like boundaries and understanding the differences between the different containers but I'm so happy that some of you are realizing now kind of where you thrive or don't thrive what is that question what is the one thing that Hugo, this way so passionate? I don't know. That, that got you so passionate? That got me so passionate? You know what? <laughs> I could be, I, we could do this all day. Now that I'm sitting here, um, I'm like, oh fuck, like we could do this all the time. Um, the reason that I think I am the way that I am is because I spent a lot of years doing exactly what we talked about, going down a path that wasn't meant for me. Like in high school, it was like, go and figure out where you're going to go to college or university and blah, blah, blah. And like how many of, of us has, have went through that? So I spent literally most of my life through high school thinking there's one path, go to university, go do this thing, go get this, this whatever. And I went and I did that and I was so unhappy. So, so then, so then when I figured out that this was my way, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I just discovered life. Like this is what it gets to feel like is, is being so happy doing what you love. So I think because I've had so many years doing something that I didn't love. Now, when I found my thing that I love, I'm like, I just want to squeeze it. It's here. I want to squeeze the most out of all of it. So that that's really what it feels like for me. But for, I feel like everyone can relate to this. You all started your coaching business because you're batshit in love with what you do, but we lose it. We lose the passion because we get in our heads about, am I growing fast enough or we're comparing ourselves or all that, all that shit. But it's like, you're all of you listening right now. You're most likely living a life that you used to dream of and you're here now. Squeeze the shit out of it. Squeeze the shit out of it. Like there's so many opportunities for us to be like a maximizing our businesses and our lives in this way where it's like we get to literally build a business from our passion. So, okay. Anything else? Maybe like a couple more minutes before we wrap up. How, how are we feeling? Team, is this working well behind oh, yeah. the scenes? Yeah, I love it. Yes. Jake, you guys can't see Jake right now, but Jake, like, I love it. I'm like, yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> okay. Maybe like one or two more questions before we wrap up. Yeah, so I'm just reading them now. From the chat. Um, Yay, Jake. Um, this one's kind of open-ended, I guess, but can you talk about the moment when you went from trust building to growth? What were the signs? Um, so, okay, so this question is like audience building when you're like in the trust phase versus like the growing phase. So for me, it was, well, how do I answer this? Cause I still, I I'm, I'm very much like day one mindset. I think I'm still in the growth phase, but for me, it was practically is the business where I want it to be. Are the number of sales that, that I think should be coming in, are they coming in? So if I feel like there's, there should be more people buying. And again, that number is arbitrary. Then I'm like, I still have to do growth. So I spent, for example, in the entire year of 2020, every month I did free masterclasses in my community. I was doing free masterclasses every single month to build the trust. So I think most coaches are probably still in a phase of growth. And I, but what will happen then is it will eventually, it will take less work for you to build the trust. That's how it happens through experience. So it's like people will start to find you and buy right away. So you'll notice that the business 
the sales start to grow without you having to do as much. And that's when you know you're in a scaling phase from not just nurturing, but growing. That's what I'll say. Okay, what about one last one here? <clears throat> so kind of for more beginners, but um, I'm early in my journey, so there's a lot of things that I don't like and I'm not good at, like the marketing side. How do you keep happy in the process once some of it trains you? Well, I think for most people, this has to be self-awareness because here's the thing is marketing on social media just has to be part of what we're doing. We're online. So it's a fact that we have to do it to build online coaching businesses, but you have to decide if it's so draining for you and, and it's, it's hard for you to not only do consistently, but to create good quality stuff. Maybe you have someone help you. Maybe you hire a team member. Like that's where I would really consider if, if it's something that you're just like, I, I'm not good at this and I don't like it. Then what do you need to do to be resourceful to make it happen? Cause if we're going to be online, we have to figure out how to put out content. So for so many people, you're natural, you're good at it. But if you're not, there just needs to be, what can you do then to bridge that gap? And, and maybe that's hiring someone or getting support or whatever, finding a way to love it. I, I mean, you know, I think that we can get better at loving social media. I think some people are always going to be better at it and enjoy it more. But I think that a lot of it is perspective. So I think it's like maybe learning from whether it's people like me or whatever that have a good relationship with like how to create content and have a good perspective on how to do it in a way that's in alignment can help you because I believe that you can enjoy it. I believe that there's a way that you can enjoy it and a way that you can get good at it, but that's going to come through experience. Most people like a lot of people didn't start loving content. They just kind of played with it and weren't really good at it. And then they found their groove. So I think that your skill at it and your um, perspective will change through experience, but the experience comes from just doing it and maybe hating it for a while, but you'll find an angle that works for you. So Tim, you just wrote, um, that's why I loved joining the social media game hot audience, because that's what it's all about, falling in love with the content you're creating. Yeah. I, it's so easy to look at content or social media or marketing and be like, Oh, it's work. I have to do this. I have to figure out how it works. I have to figure out how to blah, blah, blah. But if we look at it, the angle of like creating on social media and posting on social media is an expression of myself. It's literally the thing that's going to build the business. And you obviously enjoy your offers or your coaching or whatever it is. It's like, to me that that's the motivation of like, I'm going to figure out how I can like this because that it's going to be the thing that's going to grow my business and that's how I'm going to reach my goals. And it's going to be the, the way for me to impact the world. Like there, I guarantee there's an angle for you to love social media. You just haven't found it yet. I see social media as like, holy shit. I have this free the, uh, phone in my hand at all times. And for free on social media, I just get to post and I, I it changes my life. Like that motivates me to find an angle to love it and be good at it. Cool. You guys in the chat, before we wrap up, do you like this? Are we, are we happy? <laughs> have you guys entered? If you haven't came on at the beginning yet, um, if you screenshot and post that you're here and post on your Instagram story and tag myself and team XO, someone will win to be a guest like Adele and, and Tinley were on here today. So please make sure to do that. Please feedback if you're enjoying this. Um, for, for, for my end and the team's end, like 
if, if this is working and you guys love this, we behind the scenes are just gonna be continually figuring out how to refine it to make it better with bringing people on, the quality and all the things. So feedback is um, so amazing. That was brilliant. This is a full body yes, so fun and so helpful. So I feel like, um, Lorna says thank you, I love it. I feel like this is day one is something big. Yeah, Jake? Jake, like, <laughs> love learning from you, very love it. So this is exciting. I think we're, we're gonna close for today. So Adele and Tinley, thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing. Thank you guys for being here, bringing up these amazing um, uh, questions and conversations. So much value for everyone. And we'll end it here. All right, sending you guys so much love. Mwah. Bye, everyone.